Good evening and welcome to Conversations with Crystal. I'm your hostess Crystal and I'm so very, very pleased to have you with me this evening. Tonight's beautiful guest is the singing yogi Bianca Turmi. Good evening, Bianca. How are you going today? Good, thanks, Crystal. And how are you? I'm very, very well. I've been really looking forward to interviewing you. Oh, have you? <laughs> I have because you have the title, The Singing Yogi. Yes. So uh, that leads me to believe that you do yoga, yes. that you do spiritual things. Yes. Would you like to tell the listeners how you come, how The Singing Yogi title came about? Well, I took over a yoga studio on coming up to four years ago. And so I'd been doing yoga for oh, a few, quite a few years before that, just as um, uh, a way to deal with being divorced, actually. Okay, <laughs> the, fair enough. Well, well, preparing for the divorce. Mm-hmm. So, oh, you know, people had said to me, you need to look after yourself. And I'd always loved yoga, but never really did anything to look after myself. And yeah. I thought probably time now that I go and do this, which I, I'd loved, you know. So I started yoga at this studio. And then it's pretty much just came about right when I got divorced that the studio owner wanted to sell. Perfect. It was just like the universe talking, like literally the week I was the divorce was becoming official, she said, I'm selling. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this is like a, a sign. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so, I, so I started to organise that, um, went and did my teacher training and then I just threw myself in the deep end and started to teach started to teach yoga. And then I I know with yoga there are so many yoga studios out there that how do you differentiate yourself? How are you unique? We're we're all doing the same thing essentially. Yes. And what makes me different? Why would you come to me? And I thought I have to do something that you know, I'm bringing a part of myself to the studio that Absolutely. Nobody, so I know, I know music was the way to go and music's very much a part of what a lot of yogis are involved with anyway. And so I just started to get into crystal singing bowls. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, got a harmonium. I don't know if you know what the harmonium Yes, is. I do, I do. So I got a harmonium and I just started to muck around with all this stuff. Uh, then I went and did a... I basically went to a one-day, like sound, like a sound healing course. I suppose you could say it was mm-hmm. with a lady who who does sound healing. And when it was just pre-lockdown, uh-huh. and anyway, nobody showed up but me. And oh. basically, what I was going for was not really to. I didn't need to be shown anything. I basically just wanted to run past my ideas to her and just be like validated because I feel so new to the yogi world. That yeah, right. Yeah. I, I was like, well, I don't know, is this going to be weird? Are people going to think, I don't know. I just wasn't sure. And I thought I'm just going to run it past someone who's been teaching 30 years and in the game for 30 years and see what she says. And she said to me that day, she said, oh, wow, no one's doing anything like this, what you're doing. And she yep. said, you really need to label yourself as a singing yogi. 
And Perfect. I said, really? And she said, yep. She said, nobody sings in class. Nobody's singing like this sort of thing. Nobody's doing the bowls and the harmonium. And I was like, oh, okay. And, and I said, but, you know, what's the yogi gonna, world going to think? They're going to think, who is this person? <laughs> and she said, no. She said, you mustn't think like that. You've been singing a long time. And I said, I know, but they don't know that. And no, so that's she right. Yeah, she just said, you should do it and don't worry and you should just go for it because you love it. And so I, I listened to her and I <laughs> took, took And look, time. four years later and you're still going. Still going, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's not, you know, and where else it's led you is to the Mind, Body, Spirit shows. Yeah, yeah. And uh, have, you would have done uh, Sydney. Yeah. Did you do Melbourne or yeah. Adelaide? Yeah, Melbourne, and, Melbourne and Brisbane. Melbourne and Brisbane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how good is that? That This is where it's led you to be um, giving other people the experience of your energy, of your singing and your healing vibes. So yeah. this is what you're meant to do. Yeah, definitely. It definitely feels that way. It definitely feels like I'm like on the right path anyway. Yeah. And just how it's all fallen into place and... And all the students were saying to me, oh, you know, you need to record stuff. You need to be putting this stuff on an album. I was saying I don't have time. <laughs> but anyway, like I, I listen, you know, and I've, I've done a few things now. But it's just, you know, in trying to get your own unique interpretation of what you want to present in that style, you know. But we've tried to do it so it's a bit more popular and easy to listen to yeah rather than to um woo woo for people or, yeah or, you know, to um too much sounding too traditional like most of the recordings sound quite traditional yes. you know so we tried to make things um a bit more up to date and current and appeal to a, a broader audience that's a great idea yeah that, that really is a great idea so, Bianca, who or what was your earliest uh, musical influence or inspiration? Did you have your parents singing or playing instruments around you or maybe another no. family member? No, no, no. I just remember really little, just um, singing, always at home, mm-hmm. and I was writing songs. <laughs> <laughs> how awesome is that? And how old do you think you were then? Maybe like five? Oh. Six, something no, like probably, that. No, probably I was singing at that age. I was singing around the house. I remember because I wasn't quite at school, but um, probably the because I've mum kept some of my um, little notebooks where I'd written verses and choruses. So, wow! So I was probably I would have been under ten, I'd say, and um, just I I'd written like verse one, chorus, verse two, and. Um, that's really cool. That is yeah. really, really cool. Yeah. So you, so you obviously took the hint from the universe at a very young age that this is what you'd be doing. Yeah. You know, and um, but that's the, doing the yoga part of it, that's not all there is to you. You also do a duo act. I've yes. seen you in a band as well. Yes. So you're across a broad audience. Yes. I say I'm yin and yang. Oh, that's very good, Yes. <laughs> So, you know, I've got the yin side, which is obviously the yoga and Mm -hmm. that side, the quiet side, the peaceful side, the calm side. And then 
the other side, which is the rock pop, the yang side, you know, and the dancing around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love watching you do that. You're so free and happy and people love watching you is what I've noticed. Yeah, well, I just try to, look, I just really try to embrace myself now because I was not allowed to be myself for a very long time. And so... Here and you're there, sister. Yeah, yes. I've really come out of my shell and I often describe myself to people as um, a flower um, nearly in full bloom. So I've been, over these past few years, I've been starting to blossom and I'm I'm nearly fully bloomed. That's That's beautiful. That's how I feel. I feel because I feel I was very close. I was like a bud, just close for so long, um, not not able to do things, not allowed to do things, um, not able to sing at home, you know, things like that. So you're in your gift. Yes, hearing you there, hearing you. Not allowed to do it. Yep. You know, so I think now it's a, it's a very common story, probably more common than what we would want to hear. Yeah, and it's sad. And then now I've just learned so much from that experience, and now I'm always thinking, who cares what anyone thinks? Or <laughs> I don't care. No, nah, I don't, I don't care, care either. I've watched people make fun of me, um, and I'm quite aware, like I'm very observant when I sing and I I don't care what anyone thinks. I just don't care. I think to myself all the time how much I love it. I'm enjoying myself. I'm and giving, that's enough. I'm giving you, a gift to, to you and yeah. you should be um, grateful for the gift. And I, I'm can't believe, with- I can't believe you've experienced that. That's just... Um, yes, I have. horrible. That is really <laughs> horrible. I do uh, you know, as a performer, that's right, you're there for other people's entertainment and from to do that, that just shows, I think, that maybe their level of awareness. And it really has nothing to do with what you're doing. It's their level of awareness of themselves. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, and that's sad really. Mm, it is sad. Yeah. So what bands and uh, or solo performers did you like way back in the day? Oh, I was a massive Michael Jackson. I was a massive Michael Jackson fan. Madonna. Yep. Prince. Um, Wham. Oh, I love Wham. <laughs> Indie Lauper. Yep. Um, I'm just remembering all those sorts of things. All people. the 80s. Yeah. The 80 vibe, yep. Even Whitney. Yep. Um just writing but very much madonna and michael jackson and prince probably i'd say yeah very early on and um and then then things shifted when i was around 16 and i started um to have singing lessons nice so and then i my um, focus just shifted because i ended up starting classical singing rather than um and i hadn't intended to start classical singing it's just where I ended up pretty much uh, right. and then I started to listen to a whole you know a whole another bunch of artists mm-hmm. and and just oh, I was in awe of Maria Cullis ah yes okay so she's the one that I just loved uh, through my classical years I just loved her and how long were you studying the classical singing oh right through uni and yeah. I probably did my last. Mm, I 
I did my, I auditioned for Opera Australia not that long ago. <laughs> not yeah. That long ago. Probably, um, well, well, it is long, and maybe about 10 years ago, but not that long ago in the grand scheme of things. Like, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I mean, I did it a, a very badly prepared audition, but I just thought, oh, I'm just going to do it anyway. Um, and it, yeah, it didn't go so well, but. <laughs> oh, I think sometimes, sometimes you have to be prepared. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it doesn't matter. I'll go through with it, you know. I'm booked in. I'll follow through, you know. It didn't go so well, but that's okay too. Yeah. All so when did, when did you get your start, like, actually performing for what is loosely termed and called money? <laughs> oh, that was when I started um my first, well, I got paid. I got paid to do weddings and stuff when I was, you know, like late teens. Nice. Um, and then into my twenties, I was doing like um, shows, so I was being paid as a principal artist in some shows. Nice. But um, after that, um, I got married, um, had kids, and that sort of put a halt to everything. To everything. Yep. Yeah, as it does. And um, then started up again when I started because I started high school music teaching. <laughs> ah, cool! Of all yeah. things, eh? Yeah. So I actually out of uni went into high school music teaching, and then I actually um, joined a band. Then, right? What kind of a band was it? Like they what? were a soul band. A which? I'm sorry. Soul. Soul. Yeah. Yeah. Soul band. Nice. So I was just helping them out pretty much and doing a couple of um, solos and mainly backing vocals. Okay. At the same time, I was still involved classically, so I was still classical singing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, a a, a interesting question. How do you feel your voice has evolved from when you were performing what, in, your, in your teens mm. to when you did the classical training to now? Do you think it's evolved um, much stronger because of doing the classical training or? Yeah, probably. probably. And I I know as we mature as well. It's just changed. It's really just changed a lot. And then singing so much pop stuff now and rock stuff, it's just completely different. It just sits, the placement's all different. Yes. Very, very different. But I definitely have um, a better understanding probably than most with vocals. Yep. Um, And just with vocal health Mm -hmm. maybe, you know. Would you like to explain that to the listeners a little bit, vocal health? So just, you know, like on an average week I'd be singing – um, well, I sing, I teach singing as well. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm singing, uh, teaching singing Monday and Tuesday afternoons. And then plus I sing in yoga as well. I mean, it's only just a short part of my class at the end, but mm-hmm. I do sing at the end. So there really isn't a day that goes by that I'm not singing. Um, on the weekends, if we're fully booked, which is for the most part, we are fully booked. Um, so somewhere between three to five possibly gigs a week. Yep. You can be singing, you know, between 
100 to 150 songs a week, you know. And then I am very aware to warm up. Um, Yes. I warm down all the time. Mm -hmm. I drink lots of water. Um, I have very hot showers before the gig and after the gig where I'm inhaling the steam. And I am very aware to breathe. Um, to help myself through the singing and breathe with the talking as well, so yeah. to help your speech voice as well. Yes. And just looking after myself like that and knowing if I have a lot coming up to rest the voice too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I think that's a good um, a good idea of, you know, what, what you do to look after yourself as well. And, of course, your exercise, maintaining a healthy diet, all of those kind of things as oh, well. Oh, yeah, you've got to be pretty uh, – for singing is so physical, as you know. Yes. So it's so physical and people don't understand your body's totally engaged with your voice. Yes. And when I'm tired, I really struggle at times because I just, I just am too physically tired to actually want to sing. Even though I want to sing. Like, yeah, no, 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 I get it. I'm or good. if you're in pain too, it's just like, okay. Yeah. And you've got to then pull yourself together and go, hang on, I love doing this, I'm enjoying this. And then once you put yourself in a better mindset, it's just like you don't feel any pain that you have. Yes. Mm. Yes, true. So your favourite genre of music is What? the 80s or classical or poppy stuff? I have no idea. So everything? I I just listen to, well, I don't even actually, to be quite honest, I don't listen to anything anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're too busy singing it. I don't even have time. And then when when I uh, have to listen, it's usually for something like I have to learn it or I have to teach it. Um, it'll be something like that while I'm listening to it. Um, but otherwise, you know, in the car driving, I don't. I actually don't want music on. I just want peace. Yeah, right. Yes, I'm the same at times. Yeah, I want peace. I just want quiet. And that sounds terrible because my whole life is music. You know, yeah. my no, whole no, life. No, no, no. You still need a, a moment of silence too. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, how, how often do you think you? learn new songs did you learn a whole bunch at first for say for the duo act that you do with uh with scotty buford or i I knew stuff from before i I was in a band before scotty Mm. and so i'd learned a whole bunch of stuff um with them and i knew other stuff as well just from teaching you know like as I'm teaching all these songs that kids want to learn or I want to teach them so I knew a whole bunch of songs anyway. Uh, it is different, however, like people just think, oh, you know that, you can sing it. And I think, well, no, it's not as simple as that. No. Mean just because I know it, I can sing it. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, yes, I know it, but I've never sung it. So I'm not quite sure about it, you know. But people just um, think, yeah, you know, every song, you know, ever written, of course. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You can sing that. <laughs> you can do it. No. And, and what they don't realise too, I think, and it's, you know, not a, not a bad thing, but they don't realise, yes, you can um, have a drink or two and sing to a tune, yeah. but when you're the singer, you've got to actually count the bars in. You've got to count where the yeah. solos are. 
It's a lot of counting and concentrating. Oh, yeah, you're thinking about so many things. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, so many things. And and actually pitching correctly too is Mm -hmm. a major thing as well. Yeah. You know, so um, have you got a funny story from your time because you you gig a lot with your duo and band? Mm. There must be some funny stories there, Bianca. Um, I was actually thinking about that. Um, I mean, <laughs> Scotty would have heaps more. But have, <laughs> I mean, there's 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 some funny ones that. I mean, there's a lady that called out to me um, while she was watching me that she said she would like to. I'm going to be a little bit suggestive here. She would That's like right. to, um, cut my bush and trim my hedges. <laughs> And I didn't know what to do. I just was like gobsmacked and I just started to giggle like a little nervous girl. Like, did the, okay. <laughs> I mean, she was um, like pointing her fingers at her eyes and then to me like she was looking at me and... and oh, dear. I was actually scared. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I didn't want to move from where we were because I was too worried to get up and walk around. I thought she's going to approach me and then she came while I was singing she came up to me and handed me a coaster with I went and looked at it and it had her name and number on it and then I just <laughs> nice. went put it down I just went and Somewhere put it else. I like just put it down I didn't scrunch it up and be rude I just put no. it down then she started going, hey, she didn't throw it out. Look, she's taken it. And I thought, oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no mean, eye contact. No yes. eye contact. Yes, I know. Yeah, it was- it's a little bit confronting when um, when the audience does that kind of thing mm. because you're, you know, your mind, mindset is with what songs you're going to do next, where, yeah. you, where, you, where you guys are about and – you know, if somebody's interjecting with other things that you're not kind of prepared for or in the moment for, yeah, it can be a little bit disturbing. Yes, that certainly threw me. I didn't expect that to come out of her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, radio. <laughs> well, what else can you say? Thank you, mm. love. <laughs> yes. Anything else? I remember... Uh, I don't know where you guys were at, but you were singing Sweet Caroline. Yeah. And it was going along beautifully. And then Scotty goes, boom, boom, boom. Oh. <laughs> and it just had not, you in peals of laughter. I did not expect that at all. And then I was nearly crying. <laughs> I was nearly crying I just, and I couldn't contain myself. I just thought, oh, I have to get it together. But I actually couldn't. But the people there were laughing too because it's so hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's a funny guy. He's a funny guy. <laughs> he is, that's for sure. So, Bianca, do you play an instrument as well as having such a beautiful voice, beautiful instrument in your voice? Do you play a guitar or keyboard or something like that? Yeah, I've played guitar. So I did about 10 years of lessons. Oh. And then I, I play piano. Mm-hmm. I play my crystal singing bowls. Beautiful. Uh, studio and I play the harmonium and then I have over the years as well played trumpet and clarinet. Nice. And, yeah, that's about it. About it. That is, yeah. you know, not nothing. <laughs> that's about it. That is not nothing. 
So I know that also that you've brought out some albums. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to talk a little bit about those, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I know you have one called Essence Mm. that come out uh, April 25 of this year. Would you like to tell the listeners a little bit about that album? Well, that was... um in honour of my parents, actually. Both my parents have passed. And so um, on the 25th was my father's anniversary of 25 years gone. And mum's been gone for four. And I thought I really want to do something to honour them because they were really for for parents of another background um, from back in the day. Yeah. Italian mother, Hungarian father. Most Mm. of uh you know that came out here well my friends anyway that I hung out with that their parents were not at all supportive of any sort of career choice if it was to do with music yeah right (laughs) mum and dad I've got to say never discouraged me always behind me always pushed me to to do it uh that's what I wanted to do wanted to be a singer and they were right behind me the whole way. Even, you know, going to uni to do a Bachelor of Music, they didn't say to me like most parents would, would say. Even to this day, I think most parents would still say, what are you going to do with that? Yeah, right. And what isn't that so discouraging? That? Yeah, what are you going to do with that? What well, You can't make money with a Bachelor of Music. What are you going to do with that? Yeah. So they they never, I have no memory of them ever saying anything like that and just always encouraging me to follow your dreams my singing mm. yeah, to to keep singing and to you know always sing not not let anyone stop me from doing that yeah um well, so that's... that's what the album well that album was to honor them but that that was my second one and that essence um was more more me mm-hmm. really um tapping into a bit more of myself yeah um, evolving and more the type of music that I wanted to do, whereas the album from last year, which is called Truth, was more um, still a bit funky and still quite me, but a little bit more traditional sounding um, mm-hmm. well and just being called Truth, um, I just think, yeah, coming back to I, coming back to my true self. Yeah, right. Especially after, you know, a few years of not being able to be yourself. Yeah, being lost for so long, and then you're finding your way back. Yeah, that's fantastic. Now, where can uh, the listeners purchase or listen to your albums? Well, they're on Spotify and Apple Music and Amazon, YouTube. So it's across like all platforms. Um, if they wanted a hard copy, they could go to the Heart and Soul Yoga Cronulla website. And and, and that's your studio, the Heart yeah, and Soul? Heart and Soul Yoga Cronulla, and they could buy an actual hard copy off the Fantastic. website. Fantastic. Well, I hope people do because I know your music and I know your voice and how passionate you are about your life. And, yeah, so I encourage everybody to come and, see your studio check you out and maybe do a class oh thank you (laughs) I think that'd be a great thing so now what I'd like you to do is shoot me some links uh maybe the 
links for your uh, music on Spotify, but also for, because people tend to forget the name of your studio as well. So we can put that in the description of this interview and uh, it's easier just for people to check out that way. Sure. Okay. So did you write the songs on those two albums or somebody else helped you along with those? No, so they're mantras. Uh, So mantras are traditional, like passed down, like it's a repetitive phrase and they're they're in Sanskrit. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah, they're just it's a it's a form of meditation, mm-hmm. and so you can interpret them however you want. And the first album is using some traditional, um, more complicated mantras. Mm-hmm. Um, the second album, I made it more very, very, very basic, so minimal words and just with the goal being easy to listen to. And yep. just... now, do you ever do a meditation group out there? At your studio, I do. I do sound meditation. I actually did a private sound meditation today. So just one on one. Yeah, I did that today. I'm getting more of those, which is really good. I'd love to get more, Um, but I have had, you know, quite a few of those, and people book couple ones, and you can book group ones. Of course. And also, you're doing singing workshops. I've seen the ads for those on facebook as well yeah that's at the studio too so just again just bringing a part of myself to the studio because music has become so part of the yogic way lately so and i just thought you know i should be doing it because that is what i do yeah yeah a lot of uh, a lot of them are not musicians that are presenting like these sorts of things yeah. So, how would people get go about uh, booking a singing workshop with you? So I guess that most of it is on Facebook, but I guess you'd have a poster up at your. Yeah, but it's all on the website as well. So the events are all on the website. Yep. So yeah, we'll but... get that. Ad, we'll get that website yeah. link from you, yeah. and put it in the descriptions as well. Yep. So I think that's a great thing, and. Have you got anything else on the drawing board? It seems to me you've got quite a lot, but I'm sure there's always <laughs> room for something else. Um, I'm going to do – I would like to do another album. I said I'd do three. Yep. So I, there will be another one coming um, and that will be hopefully mean full bloom. <laughs> Lovely. I can't wait to hear it and – and uh, have that out in the public, that would be awesome. So where do you record at? Do you do it at home or do you go to a studio? No, I record with Mark in Studio 57 um, in Tarrant Point. Yep. Oh, that's right, you're a shy girl. Yeah, shy girl. (laughs) I uh, went to Endeavour High School there many moons ago (laughs) for a while. (laughs) So I'm well-versed with that. Wow. (laughs) Oh yeah, was um, before it was a sports high school, and it was quite the place to be. What I loved about that school is we had a music teacher there. Well, there was a, a one who taught instruments, and there was a, a choir teacher, and I was forever going between the two because they were just so fantastic. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Okay, so what's what's on your drawing board? So you've got the other 
album that you'd like to put out? You're doing yep. duo work, band work. Yeah, so we'll just push the band a little bit more next year as well because it's only just so fresh. You yeah, know, right. Been sort of established this year. We've been trying to get it off the ground for a couple of years, but with COVID, it just didn't happen. <laughs> so oh, this year, I know that. Yeah. You no, know, so the band's sorted now, and um, we've got a few bookings in place, and then we'll push that. Um, a little bit more next year as well and hopefully get some um, bookings for that. We've got booked New Year's Eve, which is great with the band. Fantastic. And where will that be at? That's at Bankstown Sports. Cool. So where do you put all of your, uh, because you wouldn't put them on your your yoga studio website, I wouldn't think. Where can people find all of your appearances at, so your duo work and your band work, so because people will want to come along and see what you're doing for New Year's Eve, Bankstown Sports Club. So where can people be reminded of that and to have a look at all your other events? So the events are usually, um, I'm pretty up to date, I'm a bit slack lately, but um, usually they're on Facebook in the events section on Facebook on our page, Miss B Duo. Okay, so we'll actually get a link to that as well. Yep. So it just makes it easier for people to find you. Yeah. Yeah. So, Bianca, what is the best live act or show you've ever seen? Oh, my goodness. The best live act or show. Oh, I don't know. Too too many. <laughs> <laughs> there is, isn't there? I don't know. Did you ever see Michael Jackson at all? No, I never did. Oh, I'm so, so, um, so sad I haven't. Yeah. I, I, I saw George Michael and I saw Prince. Nice. I mean, George Michael had the voice of an angel. Yes. Um, I, I don't, I think there's been way too many, um, for me to go, that was it. It, Mm. yeah, that was like the best thing ever. I've just enjoyed so many different styles on of music, so many different events that I don't think I could really pick one. Well, I know Tommy Emmanuel was pretty good because I was in the yeah. front row. <laughs> yeah, he, he was excellent. Oh, you just look at him and think, oh, I'm going to burn the guitar now. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Now, do you ever play guitar in your duo or in the band or anything like that, or do you just concentrate, or do you mainly concentrate on vocal? I just do vocal at the moment. I keep saying to Scotty, though, I have to pick up the guitar because of all the photos of me with the guitars. But um, yeah, I do. I'm, I my intention is in the future to play a few at least anyway, and um, just. Yeah, just do a few. I don't have to do too many, but main, the main focus is the singing. Yeah, right. That's good. Well, I hope to see you um, pick up that guitar and do a few songs. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not an easy thing. All musicians will tell you that um, to sing and play guitar at the same time, Wouldn't it's, it's not easy. <laughs> I, 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 I started guitar when I was like eight. Yep. So... I was singing and playing from little in church actually because I went to Catholic school and so the teacher used to get us to do all the masses. We'd be singing and playing all the hymns. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So, um, and I, yeah, I, I don't, 
I suppose it will depend for me now because I'm a bit out of touch. Oh, yeah. uh, mm. I just have to get um, more for me. It would be my chord changing because uh, even now I play piano and sing all right, you know. it's Yeah. And but, to me, because I play keyboard as well, I can do that much easier and sing. Right. I, I can <laughs> sing and play guitar. I do it in the duo. But yeah. um, it's... Only certain songs, not every song, yeah. and it is a challenge, you know. But of course, you get better over time. So yeah, you do, definitely. Yeah, well, that's very, very interesting. And um, I say to everybody, go on along and see Miss B Duo, or what is the band name? Miss B Soul Sessions. Miss B Soul. I like that Soul Sessions. I really love that. So go on to Facebook and have a look in the events for Miss B and Miss B Duo and you will find all the events for the Duo Act and also the band and we'll have the links there for everyone to go on and have a look at your uh, yoga centre. Yes. And all the events that you have going on there as well and... I'm pretty sure that, you know, everything for you will just keep steamrolling. That's the I, the feeling I get for you, that um, it's not going to end too not soon at all. It'll just keep going and going and going and getting better and bigger. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I, really ha- I really do have that feeling because you're so vivacious. Oh, you're so great with children. Now, speaking of children, mm. I know that you also go to... The children's hospital is it, and sing with the littlies? Yes, I do. So, would we, you like to tell the uh, listeners a little bit about that? We visit Ronald McDonald House. Usually, in the school holidays, we'll go to Ronald McDonald House and just sing for the kids and their families at uh, a special dinner that they may be having that a corporate um, company usually is putting on, and we'll provide the entertainment. Right, because I've seen pictures there and the kids absolutely mm-hmm. adore you. You can see oh, it in their eyes. Yeah, it's so sad though. It's very yes, it's very testing to, to yeah. see little things just. Um, so sick, so ill. Sick being presented with, you know, mortality, you know. Um, and just the, the parents as well, like, I mean, awe of the parents. I don't even know how they're doing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, because they have this strength and I guess it's what you do, isn't it? You do, to fall mm. apart would be letting your child down. So, yeah. But I think um, congratulations to you for doing that and big props because not everybody could mm. or would. And so I think that that's an amazing thing that you're doing for the children. Thank you. Know? you. Yeah, and I want to see you continue to do that continue with such great success at your yoga studio and with your duo and band. Now, (laughs) you're welcome. Uh, Now I've lost my thought. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right, though. Oh, it's gone. It's not coming back. So I think we'll leave it there then. (laughs) Okay, so people can click on the links that we provide to go to Spotify and all of the other platforms to listen to your two albums. And when your new album comes out, I want to see it plastered all over Facebook. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm sure it's going to be a huge success and I sincerely um, believe that. Thank you. Okay. Well, 
Thank you so much for joining me tonight, Bianca. It's been such a pleasure. You're such a lovely lady. Thank you, and, um You're welcome. And as I said, I wish you all the success with all your endeavours because you certainly deserve it. Thank you, Crystal. Thanks for having me. You're very, very welcome. I hope to see you again one time in the future. Again, maybe when your next album comes out, we can have a quick chat and talk about that as well. Okay, I'd like that. Awesome. Well, you make sure you let me know. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you so much once again and we will say good night. Thank you. Thanks, Crystal. Good night. Good night. You've been listening to Bianca Terame, the singing yogi and of Miss B duo and of Miss B Soul Sessions band. What a gorgeous lady she is, full of enthusiasm and very vivacious. And so everybody go on to the links that will be provided in the description of this interview to have a look at everything that Bianca does. She certainly is a busy lady. And that is all for this evening. You have been listening to Conversations with Crystal. I am your hostess, Crystal. And until next week when we have another fabulous guest, please stay safe, stay cool, stay happy and stay awesome. But most of all, stay tuned to this channel. Good night. Good night.